Wanna Vibe is a podcast and resource speaking simply about all things wellness. We want to break down each topic and start from the beginning, avoiding the assumption that everyone knows the building blocks to a particular subject. The way we see it, wellness is all-encompassing of each aspect that affects our everyday lives. In addition to our faves like fitness and nutrition, this could mean anything from relationships to careers, finances, spirituality, and so much more. We are Abby and Issa. Wanna Vibe? Welcome back to Wanna Vibe. I'm Issa. I'm Abby. And this is coming at you remote part. Who knows? Quarantine day, one million. Um, So Issa and I were talking the other day about sort of, actually, I can't remember if this is why we started talking about it or if I started talking about this because we were already talking about it. But we're talking about how in my coaching practice, I tend to be very different from the clients that I um, work with in that for me, when I set my mind out to do something, I do it. Mm-hmm. And there's like, there's no excuses. Like I'm going to get it done because I told myself I was going to. And obviously there are different levels of motivation. Um, yeah. And like also like different difficulty levels, right? Like right. some, some commitments that I make to myself are, are super easy to keep and some are really hard to keep and some are in between, but I get super frustrated when people make excuses all day long for behaviors that they choose to do. So I told Isa I wanted to do an episode about ways that you can make your life healthier without taking up a ton of time or making like huge commitments or, um, having to be, you know, having to buy a ton of ingredients to meal prep or whatever. And then I started a doc cause you guys know, we love to use Google docs for making outlines for episodes. And I just started the doc and I named it and I just didn't put anything in it. Yeah. So she tells me, <laughs> I started, I said, did you start the doc or should I, and I'll look at it when I get to work. She said, no, I started it. So when I opened the doc this morning, I was like, this fucking bitch literally started the doc. Like, didn't write anything in there. Just put the fucking title in there. But I was like, you know what? Okay, so I'm going to put down my thoughts on how to get yourself, how to do small things, small changes. And when Abby opened the doc, she was like, oh, so we are two roads diverged, like, in the fucking woods. Like, we are not like on the same page at all. So we thought it would be pretty cool to like just discuss where my um, my changes, at least the ones that I wrote about, are really more of like mental and like mindset. And then Abby's are more tangible, actual physical things, little things that you can do to make, you know, just like a habit of and like to make it easier. So, but I thought that was really Yeah, and I funny. thought it was really, really, I thought it was really funny, but I also thought it was really cool because the thing about any kind of lifestyle change, trying to better yourself in any way, trying to start any kind of project is like, it's 99% mental. It's 99% mindset. If you're not in the right state of mind and you're not going to encourage yourself and be your biggest advocate, it's not going to get done. So I think that like everything that you are going to speak to is more important than anything that I'm going to say, because that's like the foundation of making any change. Mine are just examples of things that you can do because in my mind, 
little steps add up to big progress and little changes that you can make will inevitably evolve into bigger changes. And it feels really good to accomplish something, even if you're accomplishing something small small or easy. Um, So why don't you start with some of your wisdom? Sure. And I also really quickly before we officially start, I also think it's just really um, interesting, like the two avenues that we both went down because for you, physical things work, right? Like in yeah. your, in your, the way your mind works is if I'm going to do something, I have to do something, not just say like, well, like there's a few things in mind where, you know, let me like jump ahead, but it's like to give gratitude and like to say thank you for waking up to the powers that be. And it's like, I feel like, like I'm, I'm kidding. Uh, this is in jest, but I'm like, Abby's probably like, what the fuck? That I didn't even do anything. I just said a few words as opposed to like physically doing something, you know, like a meditation or whatever, like where it's like a physical thing. Um, but yeah, so mm-hmm. like on my, I was thinking of for me personally, like what changed my life? And yes, it was like a small, a small change. And um, I always reference this, like change started with me in my head where I love burgers so much that I would just take buns off burgers. And that's how, like, this weird little thing changed my life because it was, like, I was able to be gentle with myself enough to say, like, I want to make a change. I want my body to change. I'm not going to eat these these buns. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, but it's, it's also, it's a gateway, right? Like, yeah. that, that was the gateway. It re- Thank you. Yeah, it really was. And, you know, we talk about the fear of change and, like, how to lean in. So now once you make, like, for me, once you make mental promises to yourself, it's time to follow through. Um, and so like just a few simple ways like to make big changes. And this isn't really targeted for weight loss at all. It's really for like whatever your passion is, whatever you wanted to do that you've been putting off. Um, you know, like we say like, oh, I'll do things when I have the time. And a lot of the times you have to make time to do those things. Um, mm-hmm. So it's showtime, baby. Uh, anyway, <laughs> the first thing that I put down is to like mind your mind. Your thoughts drive how you feel. So training your brain to believe you can do something is often the hardest part, I think. Um, it's constantly reinforcing that you deserve the best outcome of whatever it is that you're doing. So you need to like remind yourself that the work that you're doing now will eventually pay off as long as you remain consistent. And your brain's going to believe what you tell it regardless. Yeah. And like from a scientific, uh, perspective to that, like when we decide to do something, it's literally neurons in our brain firing different pathways. Right. So if I decide, which I freaking forgot, but if, and I'm really thirsty, but like, if I decide that I want to go get some water, neurons in my brain have to fire from one place to another in order for me to actually act on that decision. And when you're doing something new, the neurons have to create an entirely new pathway. I wrote in here, like the visualization in my mind is like taking a machete and literally chopping a path through the jungle. But then every single time you go down that path, it becomes more worn down. Right. And like you have to chop less and less things grow in your way. Um, because every time you do that, the pathway becomes easier for the neurons to make. And therefore, those tasks that you're doing actually physically become easier. Right. So there's like a mental, emotional, but there's also like a very 
scientific something behind that. (laughs) (laughs) No, I totally get what you're saying though. Like the more it's, my mom used to do this thing to me and I think I've said this before in the podcast where she would say, practice makes, and she'd make us say, perfect. I Even Dexter knew the answer to that one. He did. Oh my God. So smart. (laughs) But like, I think about that all the time all the time now where, you know, like playing sports and doing shit like that was fun for me. And I never saw it as practice, but I was, you know, I was a pretty good athlete and I was good at what I did. Cause I always fucking did it, but it didn't just like happen one day. I didn't just like wake up and was like, I'm going to decide to play softball today. You know, you mm-hmm. have to, you have to earn it. Um, so moving to the next one for me is like separating how you feel from what you're doing. So, if you're working long hours or if you're like grinding late on like a passion project that you're doing, or if you're waking up super early for a workout, you have to acknowledge that this shit sucks a lot of the time and you're going to feel exhausted and you can feel frustrated and to give yourself permission that you're struggling. I think a lot of people don't want to struggle doing whatever it is that they're doing or, you know, like sometimes people get it a little bit easier than you or are better at it than you are, initially but like you got to just keep going and separate that like I'm really tired today or like I'm in a bad mood and that can't you can't allow it to dictate what your goal is you know like or dictate the path that leads you to that ultimate goal so you have to like acknowledge that feeling accept it but then fucking do it anyway and laugh at yourself like (sighs) I think about all the all the shit that I do like when I'm you know I gave Abby so much shit about wearing a fanny pack and now catch me outside running with a fanny pack because it has changed my life. And now I like, I'm like, I don't care if I look like a tool, I'm gonna run with my fanny pack and I'll have all my essentials that I need. Yeah. So I separate. It is a game changer. changer. And I, so I'm trying to like separate that. I am like, this seems lame, but it would be more lame for me to sit on my couch and not do anything. I also think that uh, that that in itself is a mindset lesson because if you can wear a fanny pack and be confident about wearing a fanny pack, like who's going to question you? Yeah, if you're, you're going to wear a crop top in the gym and be confident about it. Who's going to question you? You're right. Like no one. People and are going to be like, oh my god, she has a fanny pack. That's actually a really great idea because now she can run and not have to carry all of the things. Or yeah. like, look at that badass bitch. Like she looks so good in her power set, working out and like doing whatever. Or, um, you know, even like I find that a lot of people actually are pressured by family into like family slash friends into making like bad decisions. Which if you're that guy go fuck yourself. Okay. (laughs) If someone's trying to eat healthy or someone doesn't want to drink and you're like, Oh, you're a party pooper. Just have the pizza. Just have the wine. Like, blah, blah. What kind of douchebag are you? And like, what does that say about you? Okay. That's a a side tangent. But my point is, is that if you can walk into a party and confidently know that you're just going to have water at this party because drinking isn't going to serve you tonight. Who's, who's going to question you? You have to be your own biggest advocate. Yeah. So exactly. Exactly that. Separate how you feel from what you're doing. Even if you're like, I'm sad. I have to drink this water. Just fucking drink this water. And then tomorrow you're going to be like, yo, I can't believe I didn't drink last night. I'm going running. Or I can't believe I didn't drink last night. Now I can work on my projects all day with without mm-hmm. any interruptions. You know, um, I love that. Uh, the next one that I had was to be selfish to an extent. 
So there has to be a point in your day when you say everything else can wait for this one hour. Cause like mm-hmm. you can, you can be selfish for an hour mm-hmm. and like knit or sew or do what, you know, whatever you're doing, go for your run. Like I'm trying to make it so that this isn't so driven for a step like body purposes, but um, you can do it. With it doesn't the- have to be a matter of like weight loss. I don't think we're talking specifically just to clarify. Right. We're not talking about losing weight. We're talking about being healthy. There is a yeah. difference. Um, Mind but, and yeah, body. I agree. And even if it's not an hour, even if it's 20 minutes, but they always say when you're on an airplane to put your oxygen mask on before you put your neighbor's oxygen mask on, because you cannot serve anybody else if your cup is empty. Yeah. You love the cup. You're going to be useless. Analogy. I know the cups because we just had that interview the other day where she was talking about filling your cup. That's true. Stuck with me. <laughs> the other one is to stop. <laughs> it's, it's stuck with me. The other one is to stop comparing yourself. And like, you can't compare yourself to someone who's been in the game, whichever game that may fucking be longer than you. Um, or if someone is making progress faster than you, or someone is making more money sooner than you are, uh, and you guys are doing the same thing, or you never know, someone might know someone who can get them in a little faster, but comparison is like truly the thief of joy. And if you can harness that and try to put those blinders on, so you can just stay your path and you can say like, I don't care what they're doing. I'm going to continue chipping away. Yeah. Because first of all, you are the only you. You are not anybody else. So the way that your mind is going to react to something or your body is going to react to something or the way that you're going to go about learning how to do something is not going to be the same as somebody else. And also, as much as you fucking think that you might know about somebody else's life from what they tell you or from what they post on Instagram, you don't know shit. So you very well might be comparing your chapter one to somebody else's chapter 17. Right. Like it's not, it's just, it's not a productive mindset to be in that comparison mode. It's you're only hurting yourself at the end of the day. There's like literally no benefit coming from that. Without a doubt. And that's like something you definitely have to practice where you have to almost practice staying in your lane and just being like, this is where I'm at and I'm going to keep trying. Just keep, keep trying. Get knocked down, get back fucking up. I love that shit. I feel um, like there was a cheer around that keep trying or something, wasn't there? I don't know. I was a cheerleader for one year in fourth grade, so oh, well, then, what the fuck do I know? Yeah, honestly, you really don't know much because I was a cheerleader almost my whole <laughs> life. And I don't remember the tracker. I don't remember the trying cheer, but I'll work on it. <laughs> um, the next one is to go to bed on time. Or set your alarm for like a half hour earlier. Don't don't get crazy like me and start being like, I'm going to wake up at the crack ass of dawn, 5 a.m., here we are. Like, you don't have to do that shit. But if you want to fit in whatever you're passionate about or whatever brings you joy for that one hour that we said to be selfish for, you got to give yourself time to do it. Yeah. And if you're not a morning person, like you and I are both very, very, very morning people, very. which is not the case for a lot of people. So then at eight or nine o'clock at night, when you're in your prime time, if you're a night owl, then you got to get your shit done then. I think the problem is, is that after you've had a whole day of doing things at nine o'clock at night, are you going to want to sit down and work on yourself, whatever that means? Or are you going to want to sit down with a bottle of wine and Netflix? So you have to really be very 
cognizant of what is realistic for your life. Because if you wake up in the morning, like you and I did this morning, are you wearing your workout clothes right now? Yes. Me too. So I put my workout clothes on, but I was really hungry and I decided to make breakfast, which meant I have to wait until my food digests to work out or else I'll barf all over everyone. Mm-hmm. So then we're like, let's record this earlier rather than later. And right now I'm going to be totally honest. I don't know if I'm going to work out today because if I don't get it done first thing in the morning, it doesn't happen. It's a slippery slope. I it's know. a slippery slope for me. And I know that about myself. And I'm at the point where it's like, okay, you know what? In full disclosure, if I miss today working out, then I miss today working out. What a man, I really would like to get it done. But if that's a, a priority in your goals, then you need to figure out when it's going to happen and carve out that time to make it happen. Right. Especially in the beginning of anything that you're doing. Mm. If you're and this like leads right into the next point that I was going to bring up is to follow through. So be a man or a woman of your word. You wear your confidence down when you don't follow through with the promises that you make to yourself. So a hundred percent, you know, like we're lucky that we're at a point where we, for, and we use working out as the example, because this is what, you know, we talk about and what we're into, but for us, we work out almost every day. We take a rest day. So on days when it's like, this where similarly with Abby, I woke up at four 30 this morning, John and I both woke up and then I was kind of like laying around cause I didn't want to run in the dark today cause it's Saturday and I don't feel like I need to, um, you know, and like really lower the threat of me getting clipped by a car. So <laughs> that, and then I was hungry. I had to go to the bank with my mom. I came back, I ate. And then I was like, I'm not going to run right now. I will most likely run later, yeah. but yeah, you know, like just, it, we are in a position now that we're like, either we run later or we'll just run tomorrow. But if you're first starting out, you really need to follow through with your word and make sure that you don't damage your self-esteem. Because if you like, if you let go of the promises that you make to yourself, that's the biggest way that you let yourself down. And you may not realize it at the time, but it starts to just like chip away and erode your self-worth because you're like, I can't even keep a promise to myself. Right. You know? Yeah, I think that's that's huge. Uh, the the more you disappoint yourself, the more of like a downward spiral that encourages. Yeah. And I mean, how much work did it take for us to get to this point where we can be okay with not pushing ourselves to the max? I still struggle with it. I'm going to be totally honest. I Me still too. struggle with it. Today, I'm in like a good mindset. But like, there are some days where if I take a rest day that was like not planned, like I will beat myself up over it. It's a constant practice. I agree. It's not something that happens overnight, but I've spent so many years of following through that I've like almost, I feel like you earn, you earn this, yeah, this kind of like self-awareness, right? By Absolutely. practicing what you promised yourself. I'm Absolutely. having like a hard time getting the words out today. No, but I totally understand what you're saying. Like, you know, you have to earn the days where you can say, I'm going to take it easy today. But initially yeah. there aren't a lot of those and you need to be aware of that. <laughs> and you need to earn the mental space to say, I'm going to take it easy today. And that's okay. Right. Like, that's, but it's, it's all, it's all like paying your dues, right? Like when you first graduate college and you have to take that job that sucks and it pays fucking nothing, but it's a stepping stone. It's yep. the first step. 
Absolutely. The next part, and you guys hear me say this all the time, but like practicing gratitude, I was just mentioning it earlier. How often in your day do you even think about what you're grateful for? Um, or like acknowledging whoever or whatever you believe in. Thank you for waking me up today, for example, or sharing with someone how much you appreciate them. Or if you finally solve something you've been having a hard time with, thanking the powers that be for guiding you to a resolution. It's amazing for me to think of like how much appreciating the process can do for like someone like, like me, like someone's journey. Yeah. And it's interesting because I, I don't think that you have to, I know that you believe in God. I am spiritual, but I don't think that you have to be religious or spiritual to be grateful. And I think, and I just, this is actually interesting that we're talking about this now because Jesse and I had a conversation about this last night. I think that there is like a, almost a misnomer that the two have to be tied together. Yeah. You can be grateful for things that you've earned. You can be grateful for things that you've been gifted. You can be grateful for what you have. Um, And it's really important because if you aren't grateful and appreciative of what you do have, like, when are you going to be? Yeah, for sure. Like I think about, I mean, I know my, my mindset is different when it comes to being grateful and like, yes, I do attach it to God. Um, But I also will make sure that if somebody helps me with something, I'm like, thank you so much. I really appreciate you. I said to the stop and shop girl the other day, I was like, I appreciate you for being here. Like, I just, you know, like, just like weird. Especially now. Right. And so like, I just want people to feel like, uh, because I do, because I'm like, dang, if you weren't here, I wouldn't be buying this filet mignon right now. Yeah. (laughs) uh, Anyway, I have to tell you a story about Omaha Steaks later. It's very stupid and I'm mad about it. Anyway, I digress. Anyway, I digress. (laughs) So the next one is to not overcommit which I like feel, oh, hot. So I feel big. hot thinking about. Um, I think I, that that's the over, or is this the last one that you have? I have two more, but they're quick. I want to save over committing for last. Okay. So the, let me jump to the next one. Say yes to new things. Keep it spicy. Whatever you're doing, don't get stuck in a routine. Yeah. Um, like find something you like. Don't get stuck like. in a rut. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Like if you're doing something that you fucking hate, but you're like, this is good for my body. I should be here. That's not, that's not it. Like, or if you're, if you're doing, I don't know, whatever the activity is, if you're doing it and you're not fucking enjoying it and there's another way that you can access of doing, doing it just like in maybe like a, a different, more unique way, keep trying new things until you find the best one that you vibe with. And on top of that, if you try something once and it doesn't serve you, don't write it off forever. Right. So the example that I have, I agree. Try new things because you're never going to know what you like until you try. Until you try. You have to try it. Um, and so I'm going to tell... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, if you if you try... Here's an, a personal example. 100 years ago... Carrie used to drag me to yoga class and I hated it. I hated yoga so much. I couldn't do the poses. I was out of breath. I wasn't flexible. I wasn't strong. It made me feel so badly about myself. Like I just felt defeated when I went to classes. And so I stopped going and fast forward a few years later, after I started working out, 
doing other things that I found that I really enjoyed, I decided to try yoga again. Guess what? Now that I'm in a different headspace and my body is in a different place, I actually really enjoy yoga because I'm not the same person that I was 10 years ago. Right. So just because you tried something once and it didn't work doesn't mean you should never try it again, but you shouldn't force yourself to do something that's not enjoyable for you. Right. I feel that way about bar class. I used to go to bar class and I fucking hated it. I'm like a lumberjack and a tutu and that shit. And, but I remember, and I always say my girlfriend Danielle was doing bar method or, you know, she was doing one of like the bar classes in the city a lot. And she was like, I fucking hate it, but it's helping. And I like, I fucking hate it, but I love it when I'm done. And so like, right. Fast forward a few years and I've been going to a bar class, um, that one of the teachers in the Y teaches and she saves me a spot because I'm like, I know that I'm not good at this, but I'm going to keep coming because I can't walk for like three days after. And I want to make sure that I'm like getting all those little muscles. But again, mindset, what I wouldn't have given a single flying fuck about little muscles ever in my whole life. And now I'm like, all right, let's try it. Like, let's try it. Um, and leading right into the last one, but then we'll go back to not overcommitting, which is, I know you're the overarching um, theme of this. So spend time with like-minded people. For me, my circle became really super strong and loving and supportive when I shared my goals with people and they encouraged me. And then when I was surrounding myself with people that had the same goals in mind. Yeah. How great was and it? And this when goes back to what we were saying before. If you're going to go out and spend time with your friends and they're not going to be supportive of your goals, yes. get the fuck out of here. That's what I love about my friends. Like I... If I'm like, oh, I have to, like when we did vegan shit, like, or I did the vegan stuff with um, our trainer from Forever Goes Chantel, I'm like, oh, I'm going to be vegan for 30 days. My friends are like, oh my God, that's cool. What do you do? As opposed to like, you're so annoying. Or if I'm like not drinking or whatever it is, everybody's, I think like everybody's just adult enough to be like, all right, girl, cool. Yeah. You know, like well, you that's do the thing you. is that not not everybody is adult enough to say, yeah, that's cool. Like there are still people that are like, you're not fun when you don't drink and like whatever, oh, whatever. And it's I like, hate that. first of all, first of all, if you say that to someone, you are a great asshole. Like I know someone said that to me and it stuck with me forever. Someone once said that to me and they were not in a position to be saying that to me. And I mean that in like a managerial level. And oh. I almost busted a cap. Um, but I digress. Mm-hmm. I think we've digressed a lot in this episode. Um, right. So overcommitting. I Don't think do that it. This is, this is the climax, right? So I think this is the, to me, this was, you have summed up the point that I was trying to make that I obviously wasn't able to find the words for in, in just one word for this episode is like, the number one mistake we make when we're starting anything, but especially trying to be healthy is overcommitting. I'm going to go to the gym five days a week. I'm going to meal prep all my meals on Sunday. I'm only going to eat at nine, 12 and six, like all of these rules. And it's like, yo, that's not how this works. Yep. Because you're going to do that for three days and then you're going to, go straight into the ice cream and just shovel it into your mouth. That's what's going to happen. And this rolls right into where Abby's topics came in. Right. So like, yeah, we, the whole reason this started was because Abby was like, I thought about 
how you said your changes started when you took buns off burgers. And literally that's what it was for me. And then we just went into two different directions. So I really want to get into like the physical things that you can do to help yourself, little changes that lead to big progress. Right. And I'm going to reiterate that like doing these things, even if you do all of them, you're not going to like, these are just fire starters, right? Like these are the kindling and it's up to you to build on these and, and turn it into like a full fledged bonfire. But without taking any time or taking very minimal time out of your day and doing things that actually can like help benefit you from a health perspective. Right. The first thing, water. I mean, just drink so much water, drink all the water that you think you can, and then drink some more. There's the whole eight ounces, eight, eight, eight ounce glasses a day is a misnomer because like, you are much smaller than I am and I am much smaller than Shaquille O'Neal is. So why should we all be drinking 64 ounces of water? Yeah. I think a good rule of thumb is to drink half, half of your body weight in ounces of water. So I weigh 150 pounds. I would want to drink minimum 75 ounces of water a day. But I drink way more than that because I don't care if I'm peeing every three seconds when I drink more water, I have more energy. My skin looks better. Mm-hmm. And guess what? 99% of the time when you're in between meals and you think that you're hungry, you're actually fucking thirsty. Right. Exactly. So another good thing to do is drink a glass of water before you sit down to eat. I'm um, still really but, taken back that you referenced Shaquille O'Neal, but continue. Why? I know who Shaquille O'Neal is. I'm just, I'm impressed. Go ahead. I have to reference my notes and full disclosure. I'm on zoom, um, zoom on my phone right now. Cause my internet's out. So this is fun times. Um, so literally this is like not, it's not enough that we can't leave our house. Um, also lately because we've been home, I've been like super into spa water. So I've been adding like cucumbers and mint to my water. Um, oh. but yeah, I'm like full on fucking bougie as shit right now. But yeah, that's sure. just because I got bored of drinking water. Add some shit to your water if it's boring to you. But like, you really need to drink it. And I know that people are like, oh, you should only drink room temperature water. Oh, have hot water with lemon in the morning. Or oh, this and that. Listen, I don't fucking care what temperature your water is and what time of day you're drinking it. You just need to drink it and you need to drink a lot of it. There you go. Um, my next one is take a probiotic and a good multivitamin. How long does it take to swallow a pill, East? I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. Two seconds. Stop being a baby. Just literally two seconds. Literally just take your goddamn probiotic. Take your goddamn multivitamin. I mean, if your gut is happy, you're going to be happy. Your gut health affects everything from your immune system to literally your mental state. Yep. So if your gut is imbalanced, then you're going to be fucked up. And if you're not eating a balanced diet and you're not getting the right nutrients, you need to be taking a a multivitamin. And at the point that we're at now, like in our agricultural industry, a lot of our foods are stripped of nutrients anyway. 
So even if you're eating super healthy and like a lot of produce, you should still be taking a multivitamin just to make sure that you're like filling in any gaps. Yeah. So do those two things at the minimum. I mean, you can literally get multivitamins and probiotics on Amazon for like $20. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to make sure there's a lot of different strains of bacteria in your probiotic. But at this point, like, just take a fucking probiotic. Just like do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second or the third one, which sort of goes with that, is make sure you're eating enough fiber. So fiber, I feel like is a super under appreciated micro uh, micronutrient fiber one maintains our blood sugar levels so like you know how at 2 p.m when you're like really tired and like you just want to like fucking shove oreos in your face yeah that's your blood sugar dropping so if you eat a lot of fiber especially throughout the day but really just like in general it helps keep your blood sugar levels steady so you have less of that like roller coaster of energy throughout the right. day, which means that you're less likely to go for those Oreos at 2 p.m. or whatever. Look at Issa's yawning. She needs some fiber. Um, oh but, my God. But really like on average, so the recommended daily intake of fiber for a women, for women is 25 grams of fiber a day. For men, it's like 38 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And on average, we're eating 10. Holy shit. So, I know it's not good. And I'm sorry if talking about pooping makes you uncomfortable or you like don't like pooping or whatever. Like you have to fucking poop every single day and you're not going to, if you're not getting enough fiber and you're not getting enough water. Can you hear that? I'm sorry. No, I didn't hear anything. You just freaked out. That all I heard was you freaking out. Hold on one second. Hi. What's up, babe? Okay. Okay. Um, is there any way you can go to Stop and Shop? Yeah. They'll have a loaf of bread. Thank you, Italian. Thank you. Love you. Bye. I'll cut I'm like, that out. Can you just leave this in because you just legit just answered a phone call in the middle of. I'll cut it out because we just weren't. Just leave it in. Okay. <laughs> it was John, and he was just anyway. letting me know that they weren't selling bread where I needed it. So continue. Which is not um, a fi- which is not saying- fiber. Right. Well, that's the problem is that where we get our fiber from our diet is mostly fruits and vegetables. Whole grains do have a lot of fiber in them. But again, whole grains these days are stripped of a lot of nutrients because they're so processed and pumped with preservatives. So you should be able to get fiber from bread, but you don't if you're buying bread off of a shelf. If you're baking your own, it might be another thing. Like oatmeal, you really need to have like steel cut oats to have enough fiber, like the quick cooking oats does not do it. So that being said, there are fiber supplements that you can take, but they're not going to give you your full daily dose. They're going to give you like half of that. I really prefer, I like silver ferns, Tino fiber. Otherwise I would um, recommend an inulin fiber, but I don't like psyllium husk fiber, which is like Metamucil. Oh, speaking of guest appearances. So Anyway, um, I, my next one was movement. So I don't mean movement in terms of like going to the gym. I mean, like when you go to the grocery store, park really far away. When you go to a building or something like that, and you're going to the second floor, yeah. take the stairs. Don't take the elevator. 
If you're going to the 10th floor, take the fucking elevator. But if you're going to the second or third floor, take the stairs. Right. Don't be um, that person you know, that, like, take, presses oh one. Oh, my God, I hate that person like, so much. Or the you? person the person that's coming down from the second floor, take the stairs. Yeah. You're going down. Don't be that guy. Um, or, like, you know, if you have dogs, like, give them an extra five minutes outside. Or do... 10 minutes of yoga in your living room. Yeah. Like anything to get your blood circulation going is going to help you, like actually help you and your cardiovascular system. Absolutely. I used um, to do that. You know, like people say that all the time, like just park a little further, especially if you're just like, if you need to just move your body, just like to do something, park a little further. Everybody wants that prime time spot. Trust me, I'm that person too. Because you just got to get your yeah. steps in. Totally. Totally. And that's the funny thing about the steps. Sorry if you can hear Dylan in the background. Um, the thing about the steps is that a lot of people brush it off as if like that isn't a measurable factor, but it actually is. If you're not doing anything else in terms of working out, you do want to be moving as much as possible and taking as many steps as possible. I'm like, right. if you're, and I'm guilty of this too, because I always say when I'm at work in the office, like that I want to get up at lunch and just walk around the block, like just move my body because I'm sitting all day. Right. Just walk around the block. I hardly ever do, but when I do, it's such a game changer. It's like refreshing. It's like having a cup of coffee. Like if you're feeling poopy in the afternoon instead of going for that caffeine or that sugar I seriously encourage you to go for a walk or to do some yoga or to just even fucking stretch yeah. you will feel so much better once you just get those juices flowing Ooh, and then my juices. last is yes juices let's get juicy my last thing is um meditation which I'm kind of rolling my own eyes at myself because I am a terrible, I'm terrible at meditating. I'm terrible at being still and being quiet. But if there is some kind of meditative practice that can ground you, especially in these times, you need to de-stress. And it goes back to a lot of the points that you made about mindset if it's just literally three minutes when you wake up in the morning of just like being silent, maybe it's doing a gratitude practice. Maybe I just closed my eyes right now and started meditating, but like <laughs> it's journaling. It's just being still, maybe it's on your yoga mat, just fucking laying there in Shavasana. It's just taking a couple of minutes to practice stillness. Is Shavasana laying on your back? Yeah, that's corpse pose. Yeah, I'm so good. You know how you like close a yoga pass? I know. So those are my like little top. I don't even know how many there were, but my top couple of things. That's Dylan. He's making a cameo appearance, but so did John. So we're fine. Guys, this is what we have to work with right now. This episode is quarantine in a podcast. So anyway. Yeah. Those are my top couple of like suggestions on just like tiny little things that you can do that aren't going to take away from your day. If you don't have five minutes to stretch, you're doing something wrong. What are you doing? (laughs) I know you have five minutes to watch Netflix or Housewives. I know you do. Whoa. So uh, guess what? Guess what you can do? Look at what I'm doing. Like right now, this whole podcast that we've been doing, I've been doing, I've been doing stretches. I've been doing child to Cobra. 
why can't you do this while you're watching? Dylan's going to do it with me, right? Do it, Dylan. <laughs> why can't you do this? Why can't you do this while you're, while you're watching TV? Right. No excuse. You know? No excuse. So, anyway, I think that I think the alarm about, bells are going off. Yeah, it's about that time where everyone's melting down. And we are going to sign off, and we hope that this was helpful for you guys, because I know that just being in the industry for a short period of time, I know that, um, I know that I'm blowing you can be your own time. biggest enemy, or you can be your own biggest advocate. Exactly. So, and why not be your own biggest advocate? Like, why not you? Right. Why not be that person? And if, if you guys have tips that we missed, let us know. Yeah. And I'll be, I, at this point when this airs, I'll be back in action, baby. Yes. I'm so excited because you're the only one that goes on Facebook. I never go on Facebook. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, we want to know what you do to hold yourself accountable. We want to know what changes you made in your life to help you yeah. um, get into some kind of routine or daily practice or anything like that. And so this is coming out Monday. And it's Issa's first day back on the line. Yay. And you can find her. Well, go welcome her back at Isabel Louise underscore on Instagram. I'm the Balanced Rebel. We're Wanna Vibe Podcast. Always. Uh, Wanna Vibe on Facebook. And you can join the Wanna Vibe Tribe private Facebook group. There's links to everything in the bio. And we love you guys so much. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.